Hello, listeners. This is the Amazing Rewatch. We're Jessica and Sadie, your hosts, and today we're covering season three, episode ten of the Amazing Race. And the original air date was December eleventh, two thousand two. We're down to four teams, so we're getting there down to the end. Yeah, and this is this was a great episode, a really good episode. I was going to say that it was a very, very good episode from the beginning mm-hmm. to end, and it's the penultimate episode because <laughs> we only have one left the next episode will be a double episode like always yeah but yeah this one is good because this determines the top three yes and the four teams that are left i well okay i like all of them with the exception of Flo, and i hate to say that because i'm sure she's a good person just the way she's acting is not my favorite i like zach though yeah that's the thing is these top teams yeah i'm like i could see any of them win Mm -hmm. but i don't want flo to win (laughs) that's pretty much it (laughs) and well i guess we'll just get going so the last episode we were in singapore and it was kind of everybody really close together and jill and john Vito were eliminated uh but the team the first team to check in last episode were derek and drew the twins and they depart the pit stop at 10 22 p.m and they are told to fly to ho chi Minh city and find the statue of bok ho in rex square so we're leaving from what was it mount faber in singapore going to vietnam which you guessed so good job i did i did say this time we were going to japan but the time oh, before, before last, I okay. said Vietnam. That's right. So I should have just kept with my <laughs> Vietnam answer. <laughs> so the Vietnamese flag is actually red and yellow. So the race flags are changed from red and yellow to just yellow in this league so that it's not confusing with the Vietnamese colors. So it's only a yellow flag, and it sounds like they have $100 for this league. They don't like actually say it, but Derek and Drew say 20, 40, 60, 80, 100. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. So they say as they depart that now that it's down to the end, it's going to come down to like physical fitness. Basically, just at this point, who's not tired anymore? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's kind of a good point, but also, I mean, there's more to it. So um, and physically, yeah. they're in the best shape for sure. Yeah. Then Ken and Gerard leave not too long after at 10.33 a.m. Or p.m., sorry. And what they did was ordered cabs the night before mm-hmm. or that day to be ready for them when they go. And like we said, the, t- the twins left earlier. So the cab is there waiting for Ken and Gerard and the twins try and kind of try and steal it. Like the taxi, the cab driver is like, Mr. Ken, Mr. Ken. And they say no or act confused. And it's like obvious they're not Mr. Ken. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, but can you just take us? And he's like, no, I'll get in trouble if I don't take the person the that, person that yeah. ordered the cab so he turns him down which good. is good <laughs> yeah. not that they they weren't like trying to be sneaky or but they no. were just like can you take us right here you know yeah but it looked like can order two cabs oh i don't know maybe i'm wrong anyway so it just seems like it's not an area that has a lot of cabs there are some but it was smart of them to order the yeah. cab and it's kind of late at night so uh-huh you said they left at 10.33, right? Yeah. And then Flo and Zach leave at 10.34. Yeah. And he is kind of just over this. Yeah. 
He says, I can't wait for Flo to never yell at me again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> because it doesn't feel good, is what he said. Yeah. Which I'm sure it doesn't. Oh and gosh. he... I wonder if they'll even be friends after this. I wouldn't be her friend if I, that was him. Yeah. I don't know. And then Terry and Ian depart at 10.45 p.m. So there's about, what, 20 minutes difference between the first and the last teams? And Ian says that he's 50 years old. We did all that research last episode <laughs> to find out how old he was, and he just told us. But mm-hmm. he also said that he was in the military during the during the Vietnam War, and he kind of has some mixed emotions about going back to Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And Terry says, like, he doesn't talk about it very much. Like, she doesn't know a lot about his experience there. Yeah. Um, it would be really hard. That would be. Yeah. I... I really liked Ian in this episode, actually. So yeah, he he uh, kind of redeemed himself in my book. Yeah, in this he's episode. he's grown on us, I mm-hmm. think. <laughs> yes. So the twins finally get a cab, and they're driving away, and they pass Zach and Flo, who haven't got a cab yet, and he like feels bad for her. Drew, Drew feels bad yeah. for her because he's still like liking her and flirting with her and stuff yeah he's like maybe and we should have stopped maybe this was their cab yeah and derek is like this is not a good time to be courting someone yeah like you gotta <laughs> keep your head in the game and not it's like, like what are you talking about <laughs> jeopardize she was, us yeah. she okay. was trying to flag the cab down this is not her cab but just uh-huh. yeah so so they're all trying to get to the airport to fly to vietnam from singapore and a lot of and they find out really quickly that the flights to Singapore don't, or to Vietnam don't leave until the next morning. Mm-hmm. And they all have a layover in Kuala Lumpur, which we just left. But there is a flight that leaves at 11... 11.30. 30. That night. That night. But the gate closes at 11.10. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're so leaving yeah, at so, 10.30. Yeah. This is, like, really fast. And it's just another example of, like, like security wasn't crazy then still. Mm-hmm. And things were easier at the airport back then i mean maybe not easier they were all using cell phones to call and yeah all like when they were in their taxi except for the twins the twins were the ones were the only ones that didn't get on the phone they Mm -hmm. just kind of showed up to the airport and Mm -hmm. looked at the times but ken and gerard did secure seats on that 11 30 flight and they got to the airport at 11 01 and the lady giving them their tickets was like, oh, you have to hurry. But she was not in a hurry. <laughs> no. And they're like, I know. We, we know. We got to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they literally are running to the gate at 11.08. Yeah. And get to the, what do they call the thing that goes into the plane? What is that? I know I know the word, but now I can't think of it. The jetway. The jetway at 11.10. <laughs> so they were super happy and thought they just like made a huge gain on everyone and everybody else finds out that the next flight doesn't leave until the next morning yeah so this is an example of where it's not just about physical fitness Mm -hmm. like the twins yeah they're in great shape but they didn't think about calling for a cabin uh ahead of time or calling the airport ahead of time they just winged it so all the wing winged it yeah yeah (laughs) all the teams are just sitting there at the airport waiting for the flights the next morning and they think ken and gerard are out at a hotel Mm -hmm. because they're like there's no way anybody made that flight so they're not really worried about them being ahead well another thing that happens is when flo calls for flight tickets on the flights she books four seats yeah for derek and drew and ian (laughs) arrives 
and he sees he finds out somehow that they booked the four tickets and they didn't book Ian and Terry's ticket which of course they're not going to like they've never liked him from the beginning mm-hmm. for some reason but Ian's like okay whatever and then he walks away and he's like that alliance is gonna bite them in the butt like, yeah that romance is gonna bite them in the butt <laughs> well and I can't believe that Zach did it like no when he's like on the phone she's like oh just reserve a seat for the twins and he's like okay he probably just doesn't want to get yelled at at this point i know so the twins when they got up to the ticket counter to get us a seat they're like you're already on this flight like no flo got it for us (laughs) yeah zach is probably like and it's so annoying that she yells at him over every tiny little thing of get your head in the game why did you unzip your pants why did you do this yeah. blah, blah 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 oh but i'm going to make sure this other team is right along beside us and is not gonna be out like if it was like <clears throat> you know the third or fourth leg fine whatever but we're in the almost the finals it is so, so what so are you doing i know <laughs> I, but he does it he probably just is like whatever you say at this point well their plane departs so the twins and flo and zach they have a plane that departs from singapore to kuala lumpur at 5 a.m or 6 a.m yeah and terry and ian (laughs) (laughs) theirs departs at 6 50 but they're kind of not too worried because they're like i think our connection is the same yeah Yeah. and it turns out that ken and gerard's connection is the same too their connection is the same so that wasn't that didn't do anything for them but it could have. Yeah. So, you know. Yes, it was smart and they could have looked out, but, you know, they're not behind. And then I feel like this is where a lot of things start getting intense. Oh, yeah. So what happens is everybody departs the plane in Vietnam and they're in customs. And, of course, Flo is standing in line with Drew and Derek and flirting with them. And Zach got in a different line because he thought that was going to go faster or something. But Flo's line was going faster so she's like um zach come on come up here come up here but he would have had to like pass a ton of people yeah cut in front of a bunch of people and he didn't want to do that he didn't want to offend anybody or like get in trouble or anything so he stayed in his line and so everybody got through customs and he was the last one and they're all like out the door getting cabs and stuff like that and flo just kind of has to wait for him so he finally gets through and it is ridiculous (laughs) like this yelling that she does and crying and freaking out and she just won't drop it i just like almost wanted to fast forward this part yeah like i can't stand her voice anymore i literally can't stand it. i literally wanted to fast forward <laughs> she they get in their taxi and she like slams the door and it's one of those like infamous race sound effects like i don't yeah. know yeah well just like when you know that there's gonna be drama or you know there's trouble yeah (laughs) he's definitely in trouble yeah she's like saying we can't win if you don't cut lines and he says i disagree and she says don't be a moralist now i think that was the title of the episode yeah and she just will not let it go and it like goes to Derek and drew and they're just like looking out the windows and like enjoying the scenery and then it cuts back to flo and she's still yelling and then it cuts to ken and gerard and it's the same they're just like happy and then back to flo and she's still yelling yeah it is like if so you're upset annoying. fine say it once and just be done with it but like you don't have to beat the dead horse over and over again yeah she literally won't let it go 
And I guess we're kind of not letting it go either. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's just annoying. I literally couldn't stand it. And uh, to be her teammate would just be. And she goes, this is not a joke, Zach. Don't you understand this? Take this seriously. And she's just crying and crying. And he's like, I am. And she just already, it's another thing that she did like the last couple episodes. It's like, she's already kind of given up. She's like, now we're last. You yeah. Know? And she kind of doesn't have like a fight in her really, or like a pep in her step. You if know? it's not going her way, mm-hmm. she shuts down. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. So I'm pretty sure when we talked about, like when we introduced the teams in the first episode and I said, I remember Flo. Yeah. And I remember that she was whiny and I couldn't stand her. But then we've kind of like gotten to the, you know, what, seventh, eighth episode. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm just like remembering wrong. Maybe it's not that bad. But I'm pretty sure it was these last few episodes that was really just hard to watch (laughs) with her. So it is. Anyway, so let's move on. Ian, um, he they're driving through the city and he says it looks much the same as it did 33 years ago. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Terry says that he just doesn't <clears throat> talk about it very much. And he kind of seems, like, I don't know, emotional or just kind of quiet. Yeah. He's kind of just, like, taking it all in. Mm-hmm. That would be a very weird feeling mm-hmm. to be going back 30 years later after that experience and mm-hmm. for, like, such a different reason. And Yeah, he said uh, 58,000 Americans died in this war. And thousands of hundreds of thousands hundreds of, of thousands Vietnamese. of Vietnamese. um i'm gonna look up the exact statistics yeah i think he said something about he's like there might even still be landmines out there yeah that's crazy it said uh, he's right on it says fifty-eight thousand two hundred twenty u.s military fatal casualties and as many as two million civilians on both sides and some oh my goodness oh yeah in 1995, Vietnam released its official estimate of the number of people killed during the Vietnam War, as many as 2 million civilians on both sides. Wow. Then it estimated 200,000 and 250,000 South Vietnamese soldiers. Wow. That's awful. That is very awful. <laughs> That's very depressing. But, you know, you can't shy away from the... Reality. <laughs> from history, even though it's hard. Yeah. But it um, kind of was interesting to see... Because I feel like I don't know any Vietnam War um, history facts. No. Um, like the politics of it? Bets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like trying to. I also don't know a lot of politics of it. <laughs> I don't know any Vietnam War bets. Okay. And at this point, it wasn't. Like he was only 50. Yeah. Yeah. When he said that, he's like, I'm 50 and I, and I was a Vietnam War vet. And I was like, wow, he must have been really young. But it was in the 70s. So he would have been. And this was 2002, so... He said he was born in 1952 or something? Yeah. So he would have been, like, 23? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. But nowadays, he... Like, that's already a lot longer. Yeah, that was 70... Well, he would be 70 mm-hmm. now, so... Yeah. Yeah, I took a... Because my major was social sciences, and, like, a big portion of it was history and some of the history classes that I took because you know like in college or I mean in high school like you take world history and you go from like year one to the revolutionary war basically and that's 
yeah what you get to sometimes you make it to world war world war ii yeah but it's just like a super but high you, level overview mm-hmm. and you know just the basics and so when i got to college and i was a history major i took history classes that were like u.s history from 1830 to 1850 like it was a 20-year period and we just like went super in-depth and i took one that was u.s history from 19 60 to 1985 or something like that yeah that would be really interesting it was a very interesting class and like a very interesting time in history Mm -hmm. so i mean that was a long time ago so i don't remember a whole lot about it but i remember we we did a lot of research and talking about the vietnam war so well i guess before we get into everything i'm just gonna hurry and do the yeah tell us about are you in ho chi minh city specifically or yeah mostly that a little bit of just vietnam so okay they're in Ho Chi Minh City. It was formerly known as Saigon. It's the most populous city in Vietnam with a population of around 9 million, according to 2019 census. It's surrounded by the Saigon River. It co- covers about 796 square miles. So Ho Chi Minh City is named after that revolutionary leader of the Vietnam War. Ho Chi Minh lived in France as a young man during World War One. He was inspired by the Bolshevik Revolution. He traveled through the Soviet Union. You know, he was just very influenced by communism and that time in history. And he organized leagues of communist parties in Vietnam. And he returned in 1941 at the end of World War Two and seized North Vietnam the city of Hanoi and that's where like North Vietnam and South Vietnam started separating and obviously the United States has to get involved anytime communism is <laughs> coming about and that was basically the reason of the war <laughs> but the capital used to be known as Pre Nakoro or Pre Reach Nakor and Saigon it's been in a lot of different names it's had a lot of history a very long history it was the capital of French Indochina so it was colonized by the french for a long time and there's still a lot of french um influence in the architecture and stuff like that like lots of buildings and stuff Mm -hmm. that have a lot of french looking that are still around which would be interesting yeah like in an asian city to have french architecture Mm -hmm. there is eight million international visitors each year Vietnam in general, so this one is this is about Vietnam. It has the second largest motorcycle ownership in the world, but it also has the second largest um, fatalities, traffic fatalities in Southeast Asia. Oh, I didn't know this. Ho Chi Minh is it has its own Notre Dame Cathedral there. Oh. Saigon's Notre Dame Cathedral, built in the 19th century. It's one of the more popular spots in the city to visit, and people take wedding photos there and things like that. And the post office was designed by Gustave Eiffel. Mm -hmm. And yeah, lots of French influence. So it's a very interesting city because, you know, they have a very major war and, but they were colonized by the French, but they also had a long history before that. And it's really close to China and those other countries in the Southeast Asia, but it speaks its own country uh, there's its own language like vietnamese Mm -hmm. but there's a large chinese a lot of chinese people live there too it's like the second largest population is chinese people okay that live there yeah it's never been on my list of like oh i have to go to vietnam i always hear people go to thailand you know yeah you know we were just talking about singapore is pretty popular or indonesia because people go to bali Bali, and stuff but 
like not a lot of people go to vietnam but i'm sure it's interesting it's actually like i think you know when people think of vietnam they think of the war and i mean that was so long ago vietnam is actually one of the safest countries in the world to travel to yeah and i think of this is us whenever i think of vietnam i was just thinking of that too (laughs) good show but yeah i would love to go visit there i'm pretty sure somebody that we know just went there i can't remember who but Hmm. and also (laughs) randomly the bachelor or the bachelorette i think they've traveled there a few times too so Yeah, it was saying on my research that there is Ho Chi Minh City has a lot of spas. It's like very popular, a lot of spas and stuff like that. And you can get a, a like a high end lip massage for it was like two hundred fifty thousand Vietnamese dong. <laughs> That's the <laughs> name of the money, <laughs> which is only ten dollars. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, let's go to Vietnam. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, very cool. Is that all you got? Yep. Okay, so back to the episode. I hope you guys like these little like geography <laughs> lessons. I find them very interesting. And we wanted to offer something more than just like a basic recap of the show. Mm-hmm. So like even my, when I go back and listen or edit the episode, I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot I said that. Oh yeah, yeah that's an yeah. interesting fact. <laughs> so I hope you guys think the same thing. <laughs> so the twins get to the clue first. Where was it at? Oh, at that. Oh, so who's Bok Ho? Who's the statue oh, for? Oh, that was the name of Ho Chi Minh. I, I think that's like a an endearing term for So Ho do they Chi Minh. like him? I think so. I think he like... So, wait. Because was Ho Chi Minh in South Vietnam, like in the communist area, or was North Vietnam the communist area? Um, North Vietnam. Let's see. It says... After Germany defeated France in 1940, Ho Chi Minh seized the opportunity for his nationalist cause. He returned to Vietnam in 1941 to organize the League. At the end of World War II, he seized the northern Vietnamese city of Hanoi and declared a democratic state of Vietnam, or North Vietnam, as president. He's known as Uncle Ho. He served as president for the next 25 years. So, so he's like this communist leader? Yes. And they... Okay. Let okay. me see. That's Do what I'm trying to figure out. Is like, did the Vietnamese people want to be communist, and that's why they like him? Or, <laughs> oh, let's see. Do the Vietnamese people consider Ho Chi Minh a hero or evil? In Vietnam, I mean, this is this is somebody's Reddit answer. <laughs> but they say in Vietnam, he is a respected figure, generally considered a founding father of modern Vietnam. Mm-hmm. He commands the same kind of respect of that to Queen Elizabeth II or George Washington. Well. Okay. Every country needs a symbolic figure to bring the people together. We call him Uncle Ho. Okay. So it sounds like this person's from Vietnam. He said we call them him Uncle yeah. Ho. Yeah. So yeah. It, uh, so, yeah, because you people in America, you're like, oh, the Vietnam War was so e- bad and evil, and we lost, and so they were taken over by an evil ruler because America didn't save them or right? come to their rescue. You know. <laughs> I guess that's not how they feel. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> Well, okay, so they get the clue is by the statue of <laughs> Uncle Bob. Ho. Oh, yeah. The, cl- the twins get there first, and the clue says to travel 70 miles into the Mekong Delta to the town of Kai Bay and the floating market. And their taxi is going very slow. And all the other teams get really good taxis. Yeah, and Terry and Ian's taxi is kind of like 
passing them. Then they pass them. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of kind just of going like, back and forth. And Ian's like, it's a race through Vietnam. <laughs> and he's just like having the best time. <laughs> Zach is still getting yelled at. Yes. And he says, okay, well, if, and, well she says, I don't work my butt off night and day to just let you uh, have you make those decisions that put us in the back i worked so hard to get to the front and you just try and get us to the back i'm tired he's like and he finally says okay if you're tired let's just quit yeah she says i'm tired of having to scream and i'm tired of having to override your decisions and it's like well then he's tired of it too then don't yeah do that when he's doing like his little interview he's like if i know if i lose my cool then it's all over yeah he's such a patient man yeah <laughs> i would have lost my cool a long time ago <laughs> and they all kind of find the detour pretty easily at that mekong delta mm-hmm. it wasn't that hard to find which was good and when they get there it's kind of like the clue box is just on the stock by the floating market they open it and it's a detour it says easy buy or hard sell so easy buy is you take a boat into the floating market and... Called a sand pen. Yeah, a sand pen. <laughs> and what you're supposed to do is buy a bundle of something called water coconuts. Just from somebody, oh, like a floating market. In, yeah. Like a boat in the a floating vendor. market. And you only have to buy one. But it's hard to find. Or hard sell is you have to take those uh, shoulder baskets of full of fruit. And you have to sell enough to be 40000 Vietnamese dong or two dollars and fifty cents yeah and phil says that that doesn't sound like a lot but like each piece of fruit is only like six cents yeah so it can be hard to sell that much yeah at this day of 2023 forty thousand is only a dollar seventy so the ken and gerard are the first ones to get there and read the clue for the detour and they choose easy buy but right when this is happening a giant rainstorm blows in and it's like really windy and rainy and then all the people on the market like the boats floating around start covering up their stuff yeah (laughs) so they're supposed to be looking for these water coconuts and they can't see anybody's what they're selling i think the lady who did have them didn't cover up yeah but they were kind of like frustrated with that and they couldn't find it and it was looked miserable out there on that boat (laughs) they're like asking all the locals like for help or like water coconut you know and everybody's kind of just like laughing at them yeah <laughs> or some are like i have coconuts yeah i'm like no we need what are they called nook nooks yeah it was like the nickname for him well it said water well, there were water coconuts but they didn't look like regular coconuts they looked like they were like a star fruit it almost looked like i thought they looked like like a clam or something like they were like a shellfish but huh. i think i'm wrong they were weird looking they didn't look like regular coconuts but no well, that's why they're called water coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Terry and Ian and the twins arrive right about then. And then the brothers decide that they want to change detours. Yeah. And they switch detours a lot. Yeah. How many times? This is at least the third one. Yeah. Because I know they did the the horse ride in Morocco. in Morocco. What was the other one? Um, No, I can't remember. But I know they've done one other one. Yeah. So... I know. I I wouldn't have... It Well, I mean, it's worked out for them, mm-hmm. but... 
it is risky that'd be such a hard decision to make is mm-hmm. switching detours and so on on the way back into the docks they're passing terry and Ian and the twins and they kind of are like acting like they got it and they're just heading back and they're like excited yeah like see you at the pit stop you know and they didn't want to tell them that they quit and did because yeah because then they would just turn around and mm-hmm. go do the other one well and zach and flo are like at the dock when ken and gerard get back and they see that they switched so they know that it was hard that was harder and they decide to do the fruit yeah they arrive she's yelling at him about getting the bags out of the car and telling him he's not going fast enough Mm -hmm. and put him over here and he just says like i don't know how we're going to be able to continue like this Mm -hmm. how do we proceed if we're arguing like this (laughs) there's one instance where they're like you know they have to just walk around the whole market and or like in these buildings and try and sell to people and he like walks out of a building and is walking away and she's like wait for me why would you just leave me and he's like i thought you were behind me she's like been following him this whole time and the second that she's not like he's not waiting for her like he thought he she was right behind him he's like i thought you were right behind me and she freaks out (laughs) like nothing can just be like okay can you wait for me it's like the end of the world every single thing it's just exhausting very over dramatic <laughs> well the brothers are trying to sell their fruit and they're even offering up like a toothbrush and did you see that <laughs> no. it was like a brand new toothbrush wrapped in plastic they're like forty thousand and a toothbrush like give us forty thousand we'll give you all this fruit and a, th- a toothbrush and they're like no <laughs> yeah and so what they decide to do is they sell their entire thing of fruit for just ten thousand and then they have to go back and get another whole another basket basket full yeah. of fruit and they sell that one for ten thousand yeah so these people are actually getting like a really good deal on yeah. fruit and it, it was, made it go way faster yeah they were kind of struggling at first it kept saying like zero mm-hmm. zero zero and i was like well they gotta hurry and zach and flo were making like smaller increments they were selling just a few pieces of fruit at a time at a smaller and then they decide they're like we're just gonna sell this whole basket and then they keep going back and getting more and yeah. it works for them and yeah so yeah. i'm glad we go back to the teams on the boat and the rain is kind of like making it harder but terry and ian do find the water coconuts and i think the twins were right behind them i think they even said like terry and ian let let us straight to them so mm-hmm. they were actually the first to finish the detour and mm-hmm. they get the clue and it says get yourselves to ho chi Minh, back to ho chi Minh city mm-hmm. and i was wondering like terry pauses when she read this she's like go back to ho chi Minh city and she paused and she looks at ian and ian looks at her and I was wondering what that was about. Like, if it was because he doesn't want to go to Ho Chi Minh City or because mm-hmm. they were already just there or... Yeah, it is because they went 70 miles both ways. Mm-hmm. It's a long ways to go to just do that little thing. Yeah. And, yeah, he might have bad feelings there. <laughs> but because it was raining, you can't really hear the audio and they were, like, yelling. So there was subtitles, which I loved because this was mm-hmm. kind of a long... Mm-hmm. Clue. It says, find the route marker at 2A Ton Duck Thong District 1 at the edge of the Saigon River. Mm-hmm. And I would have had to rewind that 17 times to mm-hmm. get that all. But I was able to just type it because it was on the subtitles. <laughs> yes. So they have to get back in their cabs and drive back to the city. I had a thought here, though. Do they make the route before they cast the teams or vice versa? I don't know. So, like, if they, like, had this countries that they were going to for season three and they know they're going to Vietnam and then they see Terry and Ian apply and they're like, oh, 
Ian's been, he was in the Vietnam War. We should cast him. Mm-hmm. Or, or the team's cast first and they're like, oh, Ian's been in the Vietnam War. We should go to Vietnam. Or, you know, mm-hmm. like I wonder what kind of the process is of, I, I, f- I feel like they probably do the destinations first. Yeah. Well, we asked that question in the first season Did when we? we were like, that's not fair that Joe and Bill lived in Paris and they're going to Paris. Yeah. Like, that's not fair. Yeah. But they're like, oh, let's go to Paris because these guys, these guys know it or vice versa. And then the same with like the pit, the, the final, final leg in the first and second season were in people's hometowns. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, is that a coincidence or set up that way? <laughs> yeah. Where are we at? The twins and Terry and Ian get back to their taxi. Ken and Gerard are also done and head back. Zach and Flo are like 500 dong short. So they have to go back and get, well, and Flo's like, why don't you just get two pieces of fruit or whatever? Yeah. I know, it's like, well, okay, that's probably my plan, <laughs> but the way you're saying it makes me not even want to do it. So Ian and Terry are feeling pretty good about being in first place, and like, yeah. in their cab, heading back to the city and stuff, and Ian's like, great mood. I'm having a ball racing with my lovely wife, yeah. you know, like, he's just in such a good mood. It's kind of fun to see, like, they've really struggled at the back this whole time, and they're kind of really enjoying being at the front, so. Yeah. And they do get to the roadblock first. Mm-hmm. And as they're in their taxi and just like driving through the streets, Ian sees that clue box. And it's not super obvious, and we'll see yep. coming up. <laughs> but I think it was like really lucky of him to see that. Yeah, he's like, we went past it like 30 or 40 feet, and then I just like saw it. And Yeah. Yeah, so they get there to the clue box, and it's a roadblock. And it says this person this person should have strong legs and a strong back. So they're supposed to ride a cyclo bike along along a marked route to a ferry, which will take them across the Saigon River. And their teammate sits in the like kind of like the basket. I don't know. It's a weird shaped vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of like at the back of the bike up high pedaling and the teammate is like sitting in a big basket like, thing yeah. in the front. And it looks like the brake is in the back, like, behind them. Like, they had to keep, like, reaching around behind to slow down. Yeah, it, it was, was a really awkward weird-looking vehicle. But once you get across the river on the ferry, go to Cafe Two Time. It's spelled T-H-U-T-H-I-E-M. And check in at the pit stop. So basically, like, the ferry just takes them yeah. to the pit stop. So this roadblock is kind of just, like, the last thing it's right before the pit the stop. But there's yeah. not, like, traveling to the pit stop. Ian is the one that drives Terry around. Reluctantly. Yeah. She's like, strong legs and a strong back. And he's like, okay, I yeah. guess I have to do it. I feel like there's a lot of those that he, just like based on the description, she's like, you have to do this one. Yeah. I'll be interested to see what the the number, yeah, the ratio of roadblocks yeah. that they did. Once you find the clue box and get on the bike, that, that route is marked very clearly yeah. of how to get to the ferry easily they're just they hop on the bike follow the Mm -hmm. flags get on the ferry and they're heading across the river and they're just kind of good spirits and And when they're on the ferry he's like talking to some of the locals and he's like you know i actually i really like the people and the culture Mm -hmm. here and and he like they had to go up a little ramp onto the ferry and somebody was like pushing him helping him push and he's yelling vietnam number one and everybody's (laughs) like ah (laughs) so he's having a good time and i'm glad that he kind of could go back and have like a good experience there yeah which is cool okay well ken and gerard are in their cab trying to find that clue box and they drive right past it Mm -hmm. and don't see it 
And the twins do the same thing, basically. Yeah. Flo and Zach, they were kind of right behind them in their cab, and but they did see the clue box. Yeah. And they get out, and, like, of course, Zach's doing the driving. And yeah. Can you imagine if it was Flo? Yeah. Like I said, I don't think she's done one roadblock. I, yeah, I'm also very interested to see their breakdown, too. Um, Not their breakdown, but... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure a breakdown is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the two brother teams are kind of just running around like crazy. It's so chaotic. All over the place. Just everywhere. Yeah. But in the meantime, Terry and Ian just all of a sudden show up at the pit stop. And Phil gets to tell them, you're team number one. And they are so They're happy. They're so happy. I almost and cried. I know. I am so happy. I literally was like, yay, finally. Like, yeah. they deserve it. Like, they did so good on this leg. They didn't make one single mistake. They no. worked well together. They just had the best time in this leg. And they're happy. And they deserve that first place. I'm so glad they won. And they win a European cruise. I know. Royal Caribbean. That's so. another one. I'm like, oh, they deserve a little vacation together. Yeah. And then we go back to Zach and Flo, and they're pedaling, and they think that they're last place. Yeah. And they're like, you know, the same attitude. They're in last place. They're fighting. She's fighting, yelling, and oh, because well, because Pill Pill <laughs> Phil does say that this is an elimination lake, so we know that. So after Terry and Ian check in, we know that there's only two other teams. The brothers are just running around like crazy. They have their heavy bags. Every, they're just try, like going down by the docks. Oh, and they all they like ran into each other and mm-hmm. are kind of like going around together. Mm-hmm. Ken and Gerard see a ferry and they're like they know they have to get across the river so they go to the ferry and thinking they just have to get on the ferry and go across that's where the clue box will be or something but Flo and Zach are on the ferry with, with their, their bike. bike and they're like no you guys gotta like, where's your bike you gotta yeah. get your bike yeah and they were like wow we cannot believe they just gave us that information yeah I think Gerard even said like she gave that to us on a silver platter yeah and they're like we kind of have been working together but not really she literally just like gave us that and i don't know if she kind of like was even thinking yeah it was a yeah. surprise what are you doing here without your bike you know yeah like, I well because i think i'm pretty sure they thought that the twins were ahead of them mm-hmm. so they were like well we're already on the ferry they don't have their bike it doesn't hurt us to give them this information because yeah they're not going to beat us and so she also didn't know that that was gonna not help the twins and it yeah. was gonna hurt them so so as Ken and Gerard are running back to get the actual clue, they pass the twins and they pretend that they didn't hear anything from Flo or know what's going on. Yeah. And they get to the clue box finally and they're like, we feel bad that we had to pretend. Yeah. We've basically been in an alliance with them for half the race. Yeah. He's like, we love them and <laughs> we feel really bad, but this is, we knew that it would come down to something like this mm-hmm. and it has and, but it's the race mm-hmm. and I don't blame them. I would do the mm-hmm. same thing. And Derek and Drew would do the same thing if the roles were reversed. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think they made a mistake or it was like no. out of hand, you know, it was, I would have done the same thing, but as they're riding their bike tips over immediately, yeah. <laughs> they go tumbling. <laughs> they also do that a lot too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're falling over a lot. <laughs> And they get on their ferry and they are starting to head across. And then the twins kind of have the same thing of like, okay, we know we need to get across the river. I guess we have to get on the ferry. So they're on the, probably the ferry right after Ken and Gerard. It seems like this ferry goes 
quickly. Like, there's a lot of ferries going across yeah. this river. Well, and Ken and Gerard, like, the whole time they were, like, watching. They're like, if they get on this ferry. and But then they were so relieved when they didn't, when yep. the twins didn't get on there. So the twins got on a ferry without their bike. And they make go across the river, you know, all this stuff. So we're kind of going to see what happens here. But that means team number two was Zach and Flo. And they're really surprised they're kind of confused of like what even happened these last yeah because they thought they were behind and then they saw people get on the ferry without their bikes and it was kind of confusing for these teams Mm because us as like the viewers seeing the overview of everything we're just like oh no don't do that you know but they're in the middle of it and they're just like what is going on yeah yeah so like after they check in they're kind of just like waiting around in the area and they see Derek and drew get off the ferry without their bikes and they're like oh no and so they go to the pit stop and phil says that they can't check in because they haven't completed the roadblock and it is it derek or drew he he was like this can't be right yeah like, this can't be right we then we just go here what this isn't right they were really confused they're like we just run in here like we didn't do anything yeah and we don't even have a clue <laughs> yeah so they knew it wasn't because they haven't even read check in at the pit stop at this cafe yeah like, they, haven't even, they haven't even read that so yeah mm-hmm. obviously they're confused they're like we just run in here and that's when phil tells them you haven't completed like okay 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 so they run away but flo and zach just checked in so they're kind of still right there and she tells them she yells she's like it's on the other side yeah. go back to the other side go back to the other side of the river and they see the brothers ken and gerard get off the ferry with their bike as and they're gonna get back on mm-hmm. to that ferry to go back across and the brothers do tell them right where the clue box is mm-hmm. and they're like maybe it's a non-elimination hurry you guys just hurry it's yeah. probably non-elimination and they're like counting on that so they go back around like go back on the ferry and go back across the river it's like starting to get dark and ken and Gerard check in and team number three yes and the twins are kind of saying to themselves or to each other, come on, let's hurry. Every minute counts if we're not eliminated. Let's yeah. still try our hardest, you know. And I'm so glad that they did that because, mm-hmm. like, if, you know, we keep saying you're not out until you're out. So yeah, keep like, going. And they keep saying, please be a non-elimination. It's raining. Yeah. And the music is so sad. <laughs> like the rain. It's raining. It's so appropriate. And, and sadly, yeah. we know that it's an elimination mm-hmm. leg. So, yeah, there's no chance for them. I guess when I was watching it, I didn't hear that. Or notice that when Phil said it's a nom- uh, the team will be eliminated. Oh, yeah. Because I was still hoping it was a non-elimination. Mm-hmm. And sadly, it is not. Yep. And the twins are eliminated. Yeah. And, and they're it's, sad. It's, it is, I feel sad, too. Yeah. Like we said, I liked all the teams. But they were good, entertaining, and strong players. Yeah, and they bickered with each other a little bit, but like they were still pretty nice to each other and nice to the other teams, and and they were nice to look at. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, they were just really good competitors. I think I I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, I would say though, if they did make it to the top three, I would say I don't want them to win because our last two seasons, like two boy teams, have won. Yeah like similar to the twins like yeah that age group young, strong yeah young guys i wouldn't want them to win so i guess if they're gonna go this is a good way to go if an all-male team wins we want it to be ken and gerard 
yes the dads yes that's what i was going to say like next after we do this end of episode stuff but i would i do want ken and gerard to win but that is another two male team but it's different they're like older yeah one has kids and stuff like that i also would be fine with terry and ian winning i just don't want full and zach to win i know who wins so (laughs) i remember uh the season so you've known from the beginning though yeah yeah yep okay well i know you're gonna tell me at the end of this drew and flo started dating for seven years well i didn't know it was that long yeah i didn't either i was like there's no way they didn't hook up after the uh, the race i was pretty shocked about that i said drew and flo dated for seven years and then decided to call it quits wow <laughs> Derek, Derek was probably like oh my gosh <laughs> for seven years <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. Well, okay, so let's cut back just a little bit because as we head to the credits, all of the teams are doing, like, their little interviews before the final episode. And Flo says that she's sad that the twins won't be there, but they came to win, and that's what they want to do. And Zach says, we're young and we're fast, and so I know we can win. And then Ken says, like, now that we're in the top three, there's no reason we can't win, and we're done sharing information. Ian says... We've been hanging on in the back the whole time, but now we're going for gold and anything can happen. So I think they're all kind of just like on an even playing field. They all have strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So it really could be anybody. Yeah. Like none of these teams are like, wow, if it was a physical fitness thing, they would definitely win, you know? Yeah. Because we've seen that Flo is a slow runner. She's slow, yeah. And <laughs> Zach could probably beat a lot of them in a lot of things. Oh, for sure. If it but, was just him. <laughs> yeah. But they all kind of are like level it it is surprising that these are our top three yeah i feel like there has been teams that were stronger Mm -hmm. that could have that i would have like from the beginning if i would have said who's going to be in the top three i don't think i would have picked these three maybe ken and gerard i would have picked but i don't know if i'd have picked the other two well i feel like ken and gerard their best legs were kind of in the first half Mm -hmm. and zach and flo you know they've kind of been in like the top half of the pack and they've mm-hmm. won a couple of legs right yeah but terry and ian i feel like like we said like they've kind of been in the back so they're really just like gaining their footing now and i think mm-hmm. that's a good position to be in at the end when you're like feeling confident you just want a leg before you go into the finals mm-hmm. and go up and up and up so yeah it'll be a very interesting finale i'm very excited <sighs> well Derek and drew their average was 3.8 so in that first leg they took 11th and they almost got eliminated i know it's but since then they took first first third third fourth second first third first fourth so they won four legs they did great the Mm -hmm. whole rest of the time Mm -hmm. Derek did six roadblocks drew did four and what they're up to now well so after drew and flo dated for seven years but that was still (laughs) a long time ago so they're 52 now Hmm. they look exactly the same i was gonna say they're probably still just handsome they just like have like a little bit of gray in their hair but it's like their haircut is still the same even (laughs) do you have a picture of them pulled up um yeah i think so you can't really see their faces because this is like their website but that's their bodies at 50 at 52 yeah dang they're not (laughs) so this is rikerbrothers.com um they look even better now yeah so, okay, so Derek's personal Instagram was last updated in 2019, and his Facebook was updated in 2014, was the last one. So, they're not on Facebook and Instagram very much. Drew was, his last Facebook update was in 2016, and his Instagram was private. Mm-hmm. 
So, but they do have a joint Facebook and Instagram that they update pretty regularly because they have a photography business together. So they both do photographs like fashion and celebrity photography. And they they take great photos. Like I was looking through their website and well, I'm on the site and like on the homepage, it's like a lot of famous celebrities. Yeah, so go down to where it says portfolio and then like men and you can see... So there's William Justin Hemsworth. Hartley, speaking of This Is Us, and Liam Hemsworth. I know Liam Hemsworth is like controversial or canceled or something, but I still think he's the most attractive man Oh, ever. I didn't know that. I mean, he's not necessarily canceled, just like Miley gave us all that information of how awful he was to her. But did she? I guess I don't really know. But he's still the most attractive man ever. <laughs> I've always thought that. He is very handsome. Yeah, Rami Malek, Chris Pratt, and then if you go to the portfolio women there's who's there Halle Berry Anne Hathaway Isla Fisher Elizabeth Moss so yeah they take really great photos Mm -hmm. and I didn't see pictures of them with like any significant others or kids or anything so I don't know if Derek is still married to that girl or what their relationship status is that is what I know about them well they seem successful and yeah they live in LA living their best life maybe yeah (laughs) hopefully that's what i'll tell myself yeah all right so we have two legs left yeah we're for sure staying in asia one more leg Mm -hmm. i would i would say japan or maybe indonesia philippines something like that i'm gonna say fiji okay that's just popped into my mind that is on the way back to the u.s yeah okay and then where do we think the final city is going to be they left from the everglades Everglades. um la yeah maybe they were hoping that Derek and drew would be in the finals and Mm -hmm. have another like oh we're from la this is our home city yeah okay well we'll be back with the season three finale next time here okay bye thanks for listening this is the amazing rewatch podcast You can email us at theamazingrewatch at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at theamazingrewatch. Or you can join our Facebook group, The Amazing Rewatch Podcast. Please like, rate, and review and share with your friends and reach out to us. We love to hear from you. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening. Bye.